Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of 20 Something's Failing at Nothing. We strike again. We strike again. Another Monday, another recording. Another session. day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. Not from the pod. No, no. But one day. <laughs> not for any for anyone either. <laughs> we have not made a penny. We're just volunteers at this point. We actually are. <laughs> We're just doing God's work. It just doesn't smell. How are you? I'm good. Good. I had an interesting day. You did. I went, I've gone through all the motions today. Mm. Like, but in an upward spiral, not a downwards one. We've gone opposite. Started a bit sad, <laughs> ended pretty good. Yeah. Pretty positive, yeah. I love that. You? Mum was the opposite. Started yeah. good, ended. Is bad the word? Ended emotional. Okay. It's been an emotional afternoon. Yeah. But you know, these things happen. Anything how many for the times, pod. How many times do you think you cried today? Mm, about three or four. That's a lot for you. It's quite a lot of crying. If that was me, that would be normal. It'd be a normal day. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a day of... I had therapy, which always makes me feel like such a... Bad bitch. Bad middle class, bad bitch. Yeah, <laughs> much more to therapy. But it was a very good session. But I always get anxious before I go. Every time. I think it's because it's like, you know you have to be vulnerable for an hour. Yeah, and because it's my job. Being on the other side of my job is weird. Yeah. It's not often that you're on the other side of your job, is that's it? That's so true. That is so true. So, yeah, that's a weird part of it. But That's cool, though. Yeah, it's really good, but it's hard it's to... Like, it's cool that, like, your job has led you there because yeah. you may never have done it had you have not, like, no. entered that industry yourself. Yeah, no, I always used to just say, it. probably should go to therapy, but never did anything about that's it. That's, like, I wonder how many times that gets said a day. Oh, my God, constantly. Worldwide. I preach it to the rooftops now because everyone's like, I should go to therapy. I'm like, go, go, go to therapy. Go. Do it. thing is, though, in all honesty, everybody that has done it does say, mm-hmm. like, it's the best thing they'll ever do. The yeah. best thing you'll ever do. It's hard. But then it's also hard because you confront stuff that you don't want to confront. Everyone that's run a marathon says to everybody, best thing ever did. You should definitely do it. Yeah. So. Exercise is a form of therapy. It is. People swear by it. Yeah. Journaling. Exactly. Meditating. Yeah. Anything that provides you some sort of like cathartic is outlet there is a th- is a type of therapy, isn't it? <laughs> Sports therapy, physiotherapy, therapy therapy. Mm. You know, there's all these knitting therapy. Was always that. I did actually see something super cool today. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what they're called on Instagram. I have to find them. But they um, it was like a, I want to say like a therapy space, but I don't know what it is. But it's a mm-hmm. platform, mm-hmm. and. They did a post saying, like, the lead-up to Christmas can be really hard and, like, mm. triggering and just quite stressful, like, financially stressful and, like, get-togethers and mm-hmm. all things that are, like, quite overwhelming. And so you can send them your email and they have, like, 12 therapists who have done just, like, notes and they just arrive in your inbox every day, once a day. for the Oh, day I email. like that. It's a nice idea. Yeah, it is. Because it's quite little input for mm-hmm. quite a lot of output. Like, everyone obviously gets the same thing. It's yeah. not, like, specific. Huh? No. Specific. Specific. To you. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't know, a little bit of, like, motivation or, like, ideas. That mm-hmm. they, and it just gets put in your inbox. If you open it, you open it. Nice. It like, can just be there. I love that. Yeah. And there needs to be more things. It's, like, quite community, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There needs to be more stuff like that, really. And, like, that's a nice middle ground for people who... I feel like you know more about the world than I do, but people who aren't struggling, struggling, mm-hmm. often feel like if you're fine, you're fine. Yeah. So it's quite it's quite a nice, like, thing for people who are just 
who just find things a bit tough rather oh, than definitely being in like an actual existential crisis mm-hmm. that maybe just they struggle and yeah. it's like a nice idea for the people in the middle who kind of they're not the happiest people in the world but they're mm. not struggling super bad definitely i think everyone's got feelings feeling is feeling sure. isn't it and it's just like an each person and i think you're so right so many people feel that they shouldn't feel the things that they feel but actually you can't help it so you may as well deal with it yeah talk about it or if you know i went spinning today this evening did you yeah i did well done. thank you and i weirdly i can't remember doing it now yeah because i was just so in a weird headspace but i'm really glad i did it yeah because even and today wasn't supposed to be stressful but it is yeah and it was just you know even if you just do one thing for you that day even if that is brush your teeth yeah because like going spinning is less about going spinning and more about literally just being left alone for an hour. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're literally not contactable. No. And you're, like, you're in a bit fight or flight because mm. you're, you're struggling. Mm. You're struggling to get through that workout. But, yeah, it was definitely a good thing. And, obviously, then the pod is also a nice little form of therapy yeah. for us because it's, like, offload. Outlet. Outlet. I think, like, the, the people in the middle is, mm. like, there was always that at school. There's always, like, they're super bright kids. Yeah. That we had, what did we have at school? Gifted and talented. Gifted and talented. We, we were not that. No, we weren't. Um, and then there was the really naughty kids. Yeah. And then there's just like this group of people in the middle who don't get much attention either way. The in-betweenies. <laughs> yeah, because you're not thriving and nor no. are you like... And they're like, oh, she's all right, he's all right. They'll be fine, they'll yeah. get through it. Yeah. Mm. And the truth is, maybe you are fine. Yeah. Doesn't mean you don't have a bad day. Yeah. Doesn't mean you don't have a hard time. Doesn't mean life doesn't throw itself at you sometimes sure. oh this is turning into like a therapy session I know I know this isn't what we're supposed to be talking about at all but I'll segue it Good and luck. then we get to do the pod <laughs> together because we are friends, friends which leads us beautifully into today's pod friends friendships <laughs> friends F-R-I-E-N-D-S do you really need them yeah who remembers that friends sharing the brilliant times we've had throughout the year good times together it's not the same when you're not there. <laughs> Friends, la la poo la la. That was my favourite. Yeah, it's, it's so, so good. Long. It's so good. Back when I used to watch TV before. Back when I used before to watch TV. Before the times took over my life. Sure. I don't watch TV anymore unless it's I'm a celeb or strictly. Which um, actually has, I love it. Oh, changed my life. <laughs> I just love it. Um, but again, I'm, I'm diverting. Back to friends. Back to friends. Today's episode is about... Specifically, we're talking about what we think makes a good friend, right? Yeah, how do you know when you've met your friend mate? And the reason I say friend mate is like soulmate. Yeah, got you. Your friend mates. That's what you need. I've got one that pops into my head straight away. Go on. And I guess it only counts if you have a good relationship with your family. But Mm -hmm. if you have a good relationship with your family, Mm -hmm. your parents like them. Yeah. I think it's a good sign. Yeah. Because I have met people in the past mm-hmm. and my mum and dad have been like or it's all gone wrong mm-hmm. and my mum and dad have been, have been like i always knew yeah i always knew that was gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah that you could, there's just something about some people isn't there yeah my mum always says that there are people people are, like there are people who are like sponges and they suck the life out of you and then there are people who give you life they add to your life yeah and i think that's that's relevant to like relationships in all forms yeah and including families. We don't choose those. We're born into them. Mm-hmm. But there are families that suck the life out of you. There are friends that suck the life out of you. But then there are people that you meet in life that just go, 
oh, I love it when they're around. Yeah. And it's not that... Do you know what I think the biggest thing is when you know you've met a good friend or a friend for life or a best friend or whatever you want to call it? Mm. Is when you don't have to try to be their friend or change yourself to be their friend. You can just be you. Yeah. In all your forms. If that's a bad day, you can be you. Before we started this pod today, I have chewed Megan's ear off about my day (laughs) and about my life and my problems. And that's okay. There was no like you can't feel those things or my life's worse than yours. None of that. It's just... No, your life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like there are people that you go, oh God, I've been so stressed. And they're like, oh, tell me about stress. I'm like, oh well, yeah. It's instantly taken away from no, your problem. My pet hate, welcome to my world. Yeah. We need to bury that saying. Well, bury it in the ground. I, there is no positive mm-hmm. way to use it. Welcome to my world is always undermining. Yeah, of course. In, in no matter... I. I mean, if somebody knows a positive way to use it, let me know because it drives me mad. It's impossible. Because, do you know why? Why? Because I will never be in your world. Yeah. And I don't fucking want to be anyway. No. Like, staying in your lane is not about uh, not comparing yourself or any of those things. Staying in your lane is knowing that you live in, like, you're in your shoes every day. Yeah. So, yes, you could go, so-and-so's doing this, so-and-so's doing that. We do this all the time. Like, we constantly compare and go, oh, my God, can you believe this person's doing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thought truth I, is... I always thought I would be doing that, yeah. not them. Or you more. are never going to wake up in their body. Mm-mm. You are never going to wear their shoes unless you borrow them for a night out, but you're still not going to feel what they feel. <laughs> so, yeah. like, it's it's important. I think having a good friend or being a good friend is allowing your friends to be who they need to be. Like, yeah. if that person comes to you with a problem, that is not the moment for you to then go... Oh, well, you're, you're stressed, but listen to this. Yeah. It's that time to go, tell me about your stress. Yeah. And then, guess what? Then share your stresses back. Yeah. And then we'll all talk about them. And, like, I think, like, I... Not everybody does, but, like, I find it comforting mm-hmm. when people try and relate. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Do you no, know when people course. sort of go, like... Well, I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but... Mm-hmm. X might have happened to me. Yeah, or, like, yeah, someone yeah. I know, and, and they did this, or whatever, like... I adds find comfortability that com- to a because, situation because you think when you're in it, I mm-hmm. feel like sometimes you do feel like you're the only person. And if there is an example of someone you know or someone who you know knows someone mm-hmm. who got through it or got through something similar, yeah. it is. I find it reassuring to be like, okay, there's a way out. Like this does get better. I think reassurance is so important mm. in, in in friendships because it's not taking away from that person's thing. Is it? It's not saying well. Why it's are you so sad about that? Because I dealt with it like this. Like, no. Mm. It's saying, yeah, do you know what? I remember being there and actually, like, things do get a bit better. Or, like, I feel yeah. so much better for doing this, that and the other. Mm. And it lets that person know that they are normal. Yeah. And that they are okay. But also that they're really supported. Because they can come to you because it's an experience shared. Yeah. So that also makes a good friend. But what, is there anything that you think that you do that makes you a good friend? I'm putting you on the spot here because I'm prepared you for That's it. like bold because that's not very modest, but... No, but it's still important. <laughs> it's good, you know, it's good to praise yourself. I think one really specific thing I remember, mm-hmm. and I don't know if the rest of the world would think this makes me a good friend. <laughs> I technically don't even know if that person thinks it makes me a good friend. Yeah. But um, one of my friends lost a parent, mm-hmm. which was a rogue... Um, and is a rogue thing for anyone to go through ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's easy at any age. Nope. Um, but we were young and we were at uni. Mm-hmm. And it's just not something I'd experienced before. Mm-hmm. And I bought her biscuits. 
You did. Everyone was like, everyone always buys flowers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just don't think that that's what she wants. Like, just something was saying to me, like, don't buy her flowers. Yeah. And so I was like, right, I'll put together, like, a cute little hamper. Mm-hmm. She loves biscuits. It'll be great. So I went to Tesco's, mm-hmm. bought loads of biscuits, bought a car air freshener, lost all prospects of it being a hamper, and just turned up to her house with <laughs> 10 packs of biscuits and a car air freshener. Incredible. But it's like even though it's such a sad situation and the biscuits almost did nothing, mm-hmm. like, we all still remember when I bought biscuits and a car air freshener. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I think it's just a little bit about, like, knowing what people need from you in that time. Yeah, definitely. Because you know what everyone else is going to do because mm-hmm. we have a routine around things like that because yeah, no one really knows what the right thing to do is. There isn't one. The biscuits weren't it either. But I think automatically people are going to go straight and buy flowers. But you know her, so you knew that that wasn't a good idea. Sure. Not even that it's bad that other people did it, but no. I just knew that that's not what she needed from me that day. It sets you aside from other people in her yeah. life because you're yeah. like, I know you. Yeah. I know that flowers, you'll just go, well, flowers die. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. biscuits I can eat and enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I can get something out of the biscuits. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... I do think you're a very good friend, by the way. I don't mean to put it on the spot quite like <laughs> Yeah, that. prove it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think as well, like, I'll always turn up. Always. Like, that's one thing I do know that I do. Like, it doesn't, like, any time of night, any mm-hmm. day of the week, wherever I am. If I have to drive to Northampton to be at something for that group of people mm-hmm. and be back here two hours later... To be at something, I think I did actually do that recently. Yeah, you did. But to be back here, to be at something for this group of people, like I'll, I'll always make it work. Yeah. Like I don't, because I remember like one birthday, so many people turned up, mm-hmm. so many, like more friends than I thought I even had, mm-hmm. and my sister was like, I cannot believe all of these people are here. Mm-hmm. And, like, my friends had driven from Wales. They stayed for two hours and they turned around and drove straight back to Wales because they had another thing, like, the next day or something. But I was like, and maybe it's because I go to everything. Like, I don't go yeah. to everything you show outside up for my means. But, yeah, I show up for my friends. But, yeah, I don't know really what else I do. Could be quite annoying sometimes. Got a few opinions. That's great, though. <laughs> I, but I yeah. think that's also part of making you a good friend, isn't it? Because it's like, I... Like, I think showing up is super important. Mm. And I also think part of being a, like, a genuine friend, like, when you've got your best mates, showing up for the small stuff. Sure. Be oh my there God, for the massive. shit that really doesn't matter. Because sometimes, yeah. just sometimes, the things that didn't matter matter the most because that's when someone feels the space to go, guys, I'm going through this or I'm really feeling this at the yeah. minute. When the big things happen, like birthdays come around every year, we kind Nobody's of prepare, we can prepare for them a year in advance mm. or the rest for the rest of our lives. And sometimes like, and that's all, like you said, no one's ever going to say it. it's like the fun time to be out. It's sure. the time when, but it's also the time that everyone puts a lot of pressure on friendships, I think, which is interesting. Yeah. Because, because actually, like, well, if you don't come, then you're, yeah. <laughs> and it's like actually the rest of the time, like for us, like, and we are very, and I like, I've listened to a few different podcasts and, um, a few different influencers, like influencers, influencers on Instagram. Talk about finding friends in your 20 really hard. Yeah. And so I'm very aware of the fact that we were very lucky to find our friends in our teenagers. Sure. And to still remain friends with them. Yes, we've added to those friends and we all have our separate friends and things like that. But the, the group of us that started as teenagers are still the same yeah. as adults. 
So I'm very aware of that. And I also, because of that, notice how hard it is to make friends outside of that in your sure, 20s. yes. To make genuine friendships. Like, mm. I have friendships, but I would say outside of our group, I probably could count on one hand my close my close genuine friends that I feel like I totally have for a long agree. time. Totally agree, totally agree. weirdly enough for me is that majority of those friendships are much older than I am. Yes. They're in their yeah, 40s. Fair. So like a couple of them are my age, like similar to my age. But the majority of those people are actually a lot older than mm. I am. So I would say, actually, if you are someone who is struggling to find friends in your 20s, because we can only speak as people in our 20s failing at nothing, <laughs> is that actually don't put pressure on who they need to be. Yeah. I think we in school, oh my God. So I, rem I think you'll remember this. We were in year seven or eight. And our group has changed a lot. When, like our kind of group solidified more towards like six, 15, 16. Yeah. But early stages of school, we had a group of friends. We obviously, we were, me and Megan were still friends. And <laughs> we, this group of friends was like falling out a lot. And there was a lot of drama, a lot of turbulence around it. And there was the, the you know, every group, every school has a popular group and the not popular group and the emo group. There was all these like groups. Different, yeah. And we were so set on wanting to be in this other group of friendship, this other group of friends that we actually decided we had to make a plan to become friends with these friends, <laughs> which didn't work, by the way. We are friends with these people, but it didn't work in the way that we thought it was going to. But I think it was more the idea of what we thought that friendship group was like versus what we had where we were. Yeah. Because I friendships think... do have conflicts and they do have dramas. And sometimes, like when I was younger, definitely, there was this idea of when I got to secondary school, I wanted to be in the popular group. I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to be a certain way. I wanted. I think to it's what you watch, way. isn't it? Hundred mm. percent. And we grew up with like High School Musical, Camp Camp Rock, which I have only watched for the first time the other day, and I hated it. Yeah, like but all of these different films, Glee, a lot of everything. American TV. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was being popular felt like it mattered more than what actual. I didn't think about what friendships were. Was I actually going to get on with these people? I just wanted to be like these people. Mm. And they're not bad people. They're nice people. They're great people. And I'm sure they're perfect for each other. But it wasn't perfect for me. And that became... And then realising that actually, as an adult now, my friendships look really different. Yeah. With each one of those people. Even our group of friends, we could not be more different as individuals. No. But we work together because we work at being together. Yeah. Does that make I sense? Think, I think... <clears throat> Friendships are expected to be more natural than they are. For like, sure. Like, to come easier than they do. Because yeah. I think, like, when people always say, like, you know, compromise in a relationship, mm. work it. Like, you're two separate people. You're trying to do life together. Like, same applies. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, change what you believe in mm. or change how you do stuff. But at the same time, like, if somebody really wants to go to something and they've got no one to go with, mm -hmm. if you can afford to go... Or if it's not an affording thing and you're free, go. Yeah. Go. You don't have to love it. No. Do you know what I mean? It's like stuff like that I think people don't have time for. And especially as you get older, we are all more selective with our time, who we spend it with, yeah, what we do course. with it. Yeah. Um, and like that's okay too. But I just think sometimes like watch the film they recommended. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not a big deal. It's not. It's just showing that you're making effort. And you're listening to that. Yeah. They said, I watched this thing. It's so good. I think you'll love it. Watch it. Uh, that That's an indirect, actually. Because you never watch it. I don't watch anything. <laughs> but but like, I say I will. Just an example. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Of if, course. Um, 
it's embracing the other people's differences because yeah. that's what makes you friends yeah it makes you it's not because it's in the same way i think the struggle as well especially with being women because i don't know what it's like for men no idea but because <laughs> we are not them no we do not know but <laughs> the older that you get with a group of friends mm. then and some people have like one friend from one group one from like it, the, yeah, i'm just yeah, talking yeah. from our perspective i yeah. suppose is that as you get older obviously romantic relationships become a part of your friendships because your friends decide to get with people yeah. and that changes dynamics. And I can't think of any one of our friends where there hasn't been a strain at some point. All of us have had our moments. All of us sure. have had our seasons. All of us have had our time. Our seasons. But it was always knowing that there was a support network to come back to when we needed to. Mm. And that, yes, you might get a bit of shit for it, but we will still be there because we're committed to each other. Yeah. In the same way that you commit to any relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You commit to that person and you go through the peaks and troughs and you go through hard times and good times. But if you genuinely believe, and I think it is it Tom Ford that said this. He said, if you feel, and he was talking about a part, like a romantic partner. Yeah. He was like, if you feel like you are with the best person you could possibly be with, that you don't feel that there is any, like who they are is genuinely the best person you could be with never leave them yeah and i think that is so true in all aspects mm. of relationships it's like families and stuff are tricky they're that they're, they're complicated but friendships the, the relationships we choose externally to what we're born into yes if you truly believe that you are around the best people that you can be around because it's not about anybody else yeah work it work through them not never to the detriment of yourself if someone no, is no longer no, no, good no, for no. you then don't be a part of it but if I feel like relationships can be very flippant and some people, like I know people that they're in groups of friendships and they're like, love them one minute, hate them the next, not talking to them now, not doing this, not doing that. Yeah. Don't do that. These things take work. In the same way you'd work at a relationship with another person, sometimes with your friendships, check in with that person. Sure. Say to them, are you okay at the minute? You've been really distant. I think, like, from, again, my perspective, like our mm -hmm. experiences yeah. and us being those people at points as well. For sure. When people are pulling away, mm -hmm. let them. Yeah. Let them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't control people. God, no. But I think, like, a lot of the time, if you're having a little bit of a rant about it or something to somebody, mm -hmm. a lot of the time they'll be like, why do you bother? Friendships are a two-way street. You've got to give a bit. You've got to take a bit. It's got to yeah. be... And I do get that. And I do agree with that to an extent. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the time, when people have come back to us or we've come back into to, that... Into that mm -hmm you've never needed those people more. Yeah. And yeah, maybe mistakes have been made or maybe like someone's not pulling their weight in that friendship at mm -hmm. points. But I just think like any situation I can think of in my head right now, mm -hmm. they've been the most vulnerable they have ever been in those times where they've come back and been like, I know I've been really shit, but I need you guys. Yeah. And like, it's frustrating when it's when you're not there, but every single time I've ever been in that position, I've never cared. Not yeah. cared about what the last six months looked like. Not yeah. cared about who's who's come to what, who's said what, who's checked in, who's mm -hmm. not checked in. Like it just never seems to matter yeah. when it all kind of goes. Yeah. When it all starts going south, you just you just drop it. Yeah, because you think as well, like for, well for us, I guess it's and with our friends. Like that six months could be six months out of the past 12 years. Mm. And so the, the other 11 and a half years were a lot more important than that six sure. months. Even though at the time, and it can be tough. You get, your friends piss you off Yeah, you get frustrated. And they upset mm. you. Or sometimes you will do the wrong thing or sometimes things don't go to plan. And like, 
that can be really, really tough. And when we were younger, oh God, I remember feeling it so much. And I was so upset about things and mm. so dramatic. And I think that's why people say, oh, when you all go to university, you're not going to talk anymore. Because that age is really turbulent. Mm. You, that is a make or break age because it's like 18, 19, and you're all going in your funny little paths. It's the first time you're all like leaving your space, leaving your area. New people are influencing you, this, that, and yeah. the other. You're experimenting with who you are. Yes. And almost really, you never need your friends more because of that, because you're trying all these things. You need that safety blanket to be like, it's okay, go do your thing. We'll be here if you need it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's such an easy time to go fresh start clean slate i'm trying something new and for some people that's the best thing they'll ever do they'll make those friendships at university or some people make their best friends in that saturday job that they had yeah, or working or in that new opportunity that they had or like whatever move it they move into house shares and meet like their yeah. besties it happens in such different ways mm-hmm. i think i think it's important to know what you need from people mm. as much as it is to know what you can bring to a person because friends like i believe that friends you don't have all of your friends for the same reason not every friend God, is no. fulfilling that same part and nor are you to them no and i think it's like a big expectation to us one person to do that yeah like i will just always i'm quite hard to piss off like yeah. i'm quite I, I lose my temper <laughs> but like I'm quite hard to piss me off enough that like I'm Won't done. Talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I maybe can be a bit too honest, and sometimes that makes it controversial. Like m- can make friendships not mm-hmm. controversial, but it's probably more difficult for the other person than it is for me sometimes. But I think acknowledging what you are to them mm-hmm. and what they are to you it can be quite, it can benefit your friendship in a way because yeah. you're like, for example, if you have a friend that's flaky. Mm-hmm. I've got friends at Flaky. Yeah. I just already know they are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... You don't expect them to not be that. Yeah, and you know, the plan's TBC, and it's not really... I just don't end up feeling that let down by that person. Yeah. But, and I'm... and that's. However, six, seven years ago, ten years ago... I would be be fuming. You change your expectations of people. Sure, and and I'm not saying that that makes them a great person if they're going to bail on you the day before the plan. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I think... I think what I'm trying to say is for for my my place in that friendship is clearly I value that person enough to still want to have them of in my course, life, regardless yeah. of whether that plan is going to always pull through or not. Yeah. But I just know that if, say, there's a concert that I really want to go to, yeah, I'm going to buy a ticket with a person who I know isn't going to have a better offer. Yeah. Not isn't going to have a better offer, but isn't the type of person that would be like, oh, better off that night, sorry, I'm not coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. It's so, so fine. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's a perfect friend. No. And like, nor are you to all of those people because some people want to see you every day. Some people only need you, need like their friend's company mm-hmm. every couple of months. Yeah. It, like. Oh, there's definitely been people in my life that I actually don't think I probably have been the greatest friend to. Yeah, me too. Um, or I hate it, or that, in though. my past, like mm. maybe we don't talk anymore. I can't think of anyone I've really fallen out with. Well, no, that's not true. I can. That was a lie. I lied. <laughs> Being a good friend is not lying. No, I have fallen out with people. But there are people in my life who I... Yeah, I I haven't put the time in, mm. really. And and neither have they. No. But I, you have to take responsibility for like what you do give and what you don't yes. give. And that can be really hard, especially in friendships when there's conflict. Sure. Because it feels like when, there's a, when you're in relationships with people, 
like you got a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever it feels more two-way it's all about balance isn't it everyone talks about balance and it's like yes. what are you giving that person what are they giving you how can we spice things up you don't talk about your friendships like that no. but the truth is they're still relationships that <laughs> how like, can we spice up our friendship how can we spice yeah. up our friendship and as a group we talk about that more now yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. we'll be like guys Let's we go want to do, do this something. or do we want to try something different? Yeah, yeah. How is everyone feeling? Like when we stopped going out as much, I was doing your nails or we were just chilling and you were like, how do you feel about not going out as much at the minute? And it was just a normal conversation. There, yeah. was, there was no dispute. And I was like, yeah, I could or I couldn't. Like I could take it or leave it at the minute. And it was like, oh, okay. So it was just that small little window of checking in with someone. Yeah. It didn't mean anything and it didn't mean nothing it yeah was like just are you just rolling with little... the punches or are you quite happy doing what we're doing? Yeah. like what is it yeah and it can be really i think friendships can be they're a beautiful thing and i'm very grateful to have them but they can be time consuming they can be draining at points mm. they can be the most uplifting beautiful wonderful thing but they're everything and i think part of being like we said like part of being a good friend is sometimes checking it with yourself and being like Am I actually like I'm expecting a lot at the minute? Yeah, for am I from giving somebody anything? who I'm not giving <laughs> yeah. the time of day? Yeah, yeah. I think um, girls and boys are very different. It would be an interesting topic to have a male guest on, actually. Yeah, it would because um, me and Mystery Man were watching the celeb final. Yes, I'm guessing everyone knows who's won. Would now. you be Pete or would you be Sam in our relationship? <laughs> you're so Pete. I'm so you're Sam. So Sam. I'm so Sam. Yeah. yeah. But I I really liked that we were seeing this on TV. Mm-hmm. I said to Nikki, like, I feel so and man's world, mm-hmm. there is so much to be said for like all the positive conversation around women. Yeah. But we all know the one thing we fall short on. Not I, maybe not the only thing. I'm not that well rounded, to be perfectly honest. But <laughs> one of the things that I feel that we fall short on mm-hmm. on the male side yeah. of just our general conversations yeah. is men's mental health for sure. Um, hence why, obviously, the suicide rate in men is super super high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there is charities, and there's so much being spoken about, but I just it's hard to see it though, isn't it? It's like, hard to see it to see. Like two male friends being affectionate, being loving, I openly, openly loved it. And I said, especially, especially someone like Pete Wicks, who is probably seen has his demeanor is like hard, masculine, yeah, quiet talking, talks like this all the time, yeah, kind of a thing. To see him like he's like essentially like quite if like femininely embrace another man and, and tell like him how proud love he is you, and love on him. yeah. Oh, it was it was cute. But I it, loved it. Like I felt happy. Like myself, I felt happy seeing it, and I was mm. just like, "How lovely!" And the same with Sam and Tony in their relationship. I just thought this is so, this is so good, and this is so good that this is like nationwide. Like people are seeing sure. this and seeing that. I mean, Tony Bell is like successful, like mm-hmm. got an amazing career, mm-hmm. got such a hard exterior. Yeah. Like it's so good for. I want to say young people, but I think yeah. men in general to be yeah. seeing that and like. Knowing that that's okay. And to hear men say, like, I love you. Yeah. And, but then on the other foot, I was so happy to be watching it with him. Mm. And, like, him be able to see that. Like, he's got pretty solid. Did he notice? 
But yeah. you would like comment. I commented first. Right. What did I you said say? it's so nice to see um, this because I just feel like we just don't, that we don't see it enough. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I completely agree. Oh. He was like, it's not, it's not like portrayed as the norm to have no. friends and and well, to tell your friends your you parents, love them like, and that you're proud of yeah, them yeah, as yeah. a boy. I honestly don't think like for us that's daily. And to see like men cry. Yeah. And on the, TV. And they were and they were crying at points out of sadness, but also at points out of happiness. And like they were like so love. excited. Yeah. yeah. Like it was so nice. Mm. That would be so very nice. interesting to touch on with male guests, I think. Yeah, because I think a lot of guys like I'd say our guy friends are reasonably affectionate people yeah pretty happy to tell us they love us tell each other they love each other yeah but there's also still that like like between them like there's still that thing just like being horrible to each other like we all know they love each other and they are very affectionate but i do think it's it starts when you're a kid doesn't it It starts with how you're brought up and a lot of the time girls are more affectionate because they're more doted on yeah yeah yeah. like and a few years back when we went on holiday i remember one of our friends commenting because in the morning i'd get up and give everyone a hug and a kiss yeah and he was like, why do you do that? He was like, I love it. But like, why do you keep doing that? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even realize. I was like, I just don't think about like it. Instinct. I was like, it's what we do in my house. And he yeah. was like, oh, well, like, would your brother do that? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, God. He was like, I think I've only ever shook my dad's hand. <gasps> and I was like, that's really interesting. Because like in, in my household or in my family, because mum and dad, well, I don't remember mum and dad ever living together. Yeah. But in my family, all the men have always kissed the boys as well. So they'll hug and kiss them. Yeah. And it was all, you never leave the house without saying, I love you. So I was very lucky to be brought up in a world where, because they didn't have that, they made sure that we did. Yeah. And even now, my dad, my uncle, like whoever, my brothers, my cousin, they will all hug and kiss each other and tell each other they love each other. Yeah. And like to see that is so lovely. But that's so, so not sweet. the norm. It's not. And mm. I, do you know, I'd never until that point, I'd never even spent a minute thinking about no, it. No, no. And it's so important to think about yeah. it. Yeah. Because it changes. It, those types of things do change your relationships. They change your friendships. Yeah. They make you a more sort of open and caring and affectionate outward person doesn't yeah. mean you don't have it in you if you you're do not have those feelings but it's just it's how okay you to show it yeah. project do we have um, a conclusion to our friendship thing though i feel like I'd i've like, given lots of information but i have yeah, no idea where it's not, gonna go i'm not really sure what would you like to say i'd like to ask you what you think makes you a good friend everything everything and everything no i what what do i think makes me a good friend i think i am um someone that people can always come to yes I may not pick up the phone, but just call me twice and I will. Yeah, it's once she won't pick up, twice she'll pick Instantly, up. Instantly, I think it's an emergency. If it's three missed calls, you put, you're call in prison. Mm. Call my mum because something's terrible. Something <laughs> is terrible. Um, something's terrible. <laughs> I, what do I think makes me good? Yeah, I think I'm someone that people can always come to. Yeah. Like, I'm good in other people's crisis. Mm-hmm. Terrible at my own, but I'm very good at Yeah, other level-headed for others. Like, if someone comes to me and they're like, stressing i'll be like i'm calm we'll figure it out i yeah. think that's our friendship motto is everyone always just goes we'll figure it out we'll get through it mm. and we always kind of give each other that comfort um i think i and this hasn't always been the case as i'm an adult now <laughs> a grown up maybe 30 <laughs> i don't think i'm a very judgmental person if someone comes to me and tells me something i'm not going to judge you for it like yeah just say it we'll work it out mm-hmm. it'll be okay and again, yeah, I'm not very easily annoyed or like I, I won't not talk to you. I also would say that I think I am good at 
dealing with something. So, like, say if like I feel that me and a friend aren't communicating the same way or something might be wrong. Like, yeah. I'll, I will check to see if I've done something wrong first. Mm. But I'm pretty good at, like, right, let's talk about this. Like I'm, not, I'm not a shouty friend. I'm not going to have a go at you. Like, let's talk about it. Because I have to take responsibility for if you feel that I have done something wrong. But equally, like, I'm happy. I'm also happy to tell you if I feel that you have too. And, like, yeah. I love you enough for us to resolve it and for us to move on from it. Yeah. And I hope that they feel that same way too. So i say that makes me a good friend. Yeah. Um, I You're don't really right. know what else. I think, do you know what you do that I think is nice? You, uh, um... I'll tell you something back after. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about it quickly. Okay. Um, you say, say it how it comes out. And then we'll go from there. Because yeah. you know when you're manic or you're upset or you're stressed mm-hmm. or anything and you know what you're about to say isn't, it's maybe it's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. Say, I don't know, an example maybe is like if you're very frustrated with your parents yep. and you're about to say something and you know you don't mean it and mm-hmm. you know it's not what you say mm-hmm. and it's not how you say it. Mm-hmm. But you'll just be like, just say it how it comes out and we'll go from there. Yeah. And I think that's such a nice thing to say because when you just are feeling so hectic in your mind, like everything's just like not linear. Yeah. And you can just like, you can offload it. And then I feel like you're like, once it's out, we can actually figure out what the actual problem is. Yeah. Because sometimes it will just be all of this like word vomit. You're Mm -hmm. going on and on and on. And you're like, okay, but after all of that, you go on for five minutes and you'd be like, okay, but after all of that, like, kind of sounds like what you're really upset about is this. Yeah. And then you can, like, work out from there. Thanks, That's Liz. a good friend point. That was a lovely friend, but I'll give you one back now. I might cry. I think you won't cry. <laughs> <laughs> you disgusting. No, I mean, there's lots of things is, is the reason why the you're my best friend. is endless. It really is. But I would say something that I think makes you a good friend to a lot of people because I will talk from the oh, to the masses. I'll talk from the because there's there's a lot of reasons that I love you and that I that you're my friend and I feel like we actually do talk about these things quite a lot. Yeah, like, they're we'll, probably not advice will, that you give to other people <laughs> yeah, though. Like, we will talk about these things together. And we're like, you know, I really love that I can just be this way with you. But <laughs> I would say something that I really like that you do is that if and why is it always when we're picking on the friendship points when we're in crisis? Because I'm about to say something about when your friends are in crisis. Right, is that you always like validate and support how they're feeling so like if i'll say to you like i'm so fucking annoyed because this and this is happening you're like that is so annoying you're like i'm annoyed for you <laughs> so you will always like so you funny. never say to someone like don't be silly why are you feeling that way you're like that is really annoying like, yeah i am really that is that would make me really angry like well you're like, i'm not gonna lie that's really pissed me off like you'll completely mm. be on board with that person. fuel to the fire yeah 100%. <laughs> but you're with them like you stay with them you're not trying to separate yourself you're trying to connect with how they're feeling yeah and it's like you may not have the answer you may not know what to say next, but you'll and you'll say to them, you're like, I'm not really sure what to say about this, but like that is really annoying. Like I'd be pissed off if yeah. that was me. Yeah. And so, but you do that with every. It doesn't matter who it is, even if they're not like a close friend of yours, and even if actually you Strangers. probably wouldn't feel that annoyed. You're like, I can see that you're annoyed, and I feel that for you. Like that sounds really shit, and I'm really like, I'm sorry that you're going through that. Or I will sit and listen to you. Yeah. Like, I don't have the answer, but I want to hear what you've got to say. Like, and I think that giving people that space, they don't experience that a lot in their life. Mm. Like. I deal with a lot of people that don't experience that a lot in their lives. And so to see it, when I get to see it in real life, with you, with other Live people. Live action. Yeah, I do, because I, I can notice it with you, with other people too. Mm. And it's so nice to be able to like watch that 
communication between two people unfold. And by the end of it, we always leave laughing. Yeah, that's so like, true. Like, we always leave laughing. Even if we've been crying, we yeah. always leave laughing. And, like, or everyone leaves going, oh, I feel a bit better for saying that now. Mm. Even if it was a conflict. Like, everyone comes away yeah. feeling a bit better. Yeah, that's so and true. And I love that. That's lovely. Well, I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what um, is really funny? Like, you just said... Mm-hmm why do we always think about what makes a good friend when you're in a crisis? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, do you know when you can't feel a part of your body until it's hurting? Yeah. Do you know, like, that's a really we good, were talking like, about metaphor. this the other day, like, if you get a paper cut, you're super aware of your finger all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. It's kind of like, you just go through life and you have these friends, you make new friends, you lose friends, you keep mm -hmm. some of them. Mm -hmm. And you, you're kind of like blissfully unaware that it's happening this whole time yeah. until... You need them or they need you. And, and then you're like you're hyper aware of the fact that they're there. Yeah, that's so true. So that nice. Was really good. Thank you. That was like, well done. That, was, quite, <laughs> that was like a bit of a, like a phenomenological approach there. Are you quite shocked? Yeah, I really like that. Thank you. Well done. Well, I have nothing else to add to that. <laughs> it's the end of the day. Well, join us next week for our last episode of the season. Yes. Perf Do you know, we seem to time these things brilliantly. I know. We seem to always Christmas like, time. we end things just before we go on holiday. We're ending this just before Christmas time. It's totally selfless of us. <laughs> end to celebrate. Start again after. Like time of the elves. Anyway, this has been a pleasure. See you next week. See you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.